0: Up, Welcome to episode 195. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much to me. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of and please be sure to share the podcast. I'm truly grateful for your support. Thank you. You can learn all the skills in the world, math, business, writing, but the right mindset Will always trump them all. It's the great unlock to all other skills. Success and happiness come down to one single component, and that's mindset. In order to achieve our goals in life, our mindset needs to match. Those aspirations. And this is exactly what I pack into my free weekly newsletter. As a free subscriber, you receive the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter once per week, where I break down step by step processes to master your mindset and practical growth tips. If you haven't subscribed, but you enjoy the content I drop on this podcast, then you're missing out. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe for free to the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter. Some additional exciting news. This month, I am launching my new website, scottmlynch.com. I wanted to create one central hub where each of you could easily navigate my offerings, especially given that I now offer multiple ways to refine your mindset. We've put a lot of work into this, and I can't wait to share it with each of you. It's gone through a major visual overhaul, and we've added some exciting features. You'll be able to book one-on-one sessions directly through the website, sign up for my free weekly newsletter, explore some motivational merch that I'll be launching, and the most exciting part that I've been quietly keeping under wraps, I'll be launching a course this year, and you'll be able to access this through my website as well. More details Life is an experience from our first breath of air to the very last. Life puts us in a constant state of learning and evolving. And with age comes maturity, a better sense of self, and a more concrete understanding of what's truly important in life. Through this experience, I've learned that reflecting can be extremely powerful. And today I want to share with each of you those reflections, those experiences, those lessons, because I know that each of these lessons can bring a wealth of value. So what are some of these experiences? What are some things that I wish I knew earlier? Number one, no one has it figured out. Not a single person on this damn planet has it all figured out. No matter how much you may see online, how perfect someone's life looks from the outside, the complexity and challenges of their internal life is much more bumpier than we all witness. I myself, I don't have anything figured out. I have what I think is the best approach. With the information and lessons I've learned up until this point, I've built a plan which I continue to execute on consistently. But that plan changes with each new piece of information I receive. I have a circle around me that assists with that planning. But ultimately, I have nothing figured out. I will continue to make mistakes. I will continue to fail. But I will continue to grow through that process. When I was younger, I thought the opposite. Because of how much I heard people talk about all of the good things they had going on in their lives, the images they shared online, I made a connection. I made an assumption. If this is what they are talking about, if this is what they are showing online, then they must have everything together, right? Wrong. What we see on social media bears. Basically, no resemblance to people's actual lives. I hate to burst everyone's bubble here, but truly happy people don't sit around sharing every single good thing that happens to them on social media. And do you want to know why? Because they're way too busy enjoying their lives, experiencing life. And let me be clear, there is absolutely Nothing wrong with sharing your proud moments. Nothing. But it's when we catch ourselves rushing to our phones to post something, the very moment something positive happens in our lives. And even worse, when we're so busy trying to frame the perfect shot to show the world how much fun we're having, that we end up missing experiencing the actual moment. So why do we tend to do this? Because these social media tools can increase self-esteem. Most people lean towards presenting a socially desirable, positive self-view to others when online. And in turn, this gives them an increase in self-esteem, but a decrease in self-control. Let this be a reminder to not buy into the illusion That everyone has it figured out. Hell, even if it does from the outside looking in, realize the amount of context that we lack with that person's life. What they went through. What they sacrificed. We can choose how we spend our emotional energy. We are presented with two options. Exhausted by the limited perception we have of what's going on in someone's life, someone else's life, or focus on our story and the continual value we give to people. So I employ each of you to stop feeling lost. Disconnect yourself from everything that's not part of your story. Start finding satisfaction. Reconnect yourself to where you're at. Success is something we find because we chase after something greater than ourselves. The present moments within our story and timeline and space, we will never find success and happiness in a distant dream or in the life of someone else. Number two, connection doesn't exist without vulnerability. This means internal and also external. Ten years ago, I had this idea that I always needed to be strong for my parents, for my friends, the women I dated. I had built this idea that I needed to be some fucking Spartan. This crushed my ability to give myself a break. It spoiled my relationship with myself. Sometimes being vulnerable means being vulnerable with ourselves. Processing our own thoughts and feelings. I realized that vulnerability meant intentionally putting myself in a position that allowed myself to be hurt, but for the purpose of gaining something better, something larger than the event itself. When I understood this concept, when I understood the value of vulnerability I no longer feared it. I actually welcomed it. I sought the opportunity to continually be vulnerable, to be open, and accept whatever was on the other side of vulnerability. And what I realized is that in 95% of the moments where I was vulnerable with myself and especially those around me, these moments paused time To allow for information to be absorbed. Sometimes by myself. And sometimes with the other person sitting across from me. Either way, each of those moments allowed for greater knowledge and understanding. It taught me that there were millions and millions of people around me experiencing very similar struggles coming from very similar walks of life. And when I realized this, I felt more connected to others. I realized that if I just shared those experiences, I could help others. I could continue to help myself. I could continue to gain a deeper understanding about life, about trauma. And ultimately, those things, they led to greater growth and happiness, and adding more value to my life and the life of others around me. What was interesting is that in these moments of vulnerability, it brought the opportunity to connect with others on a much deeper level. I created more meaningful relationships, I created deeper connections. This allowed me to build stronger and more intimate relationships. When I was dating, I always took the opportunity on my earlier dates to be extremely vulnerable. And here's why. I wanted to understand how the other person processed that information. And if a connection could be made through that vulnerability, and if a connection could be made, well then, who knows where it could go? But chances are, it would head somewhere beautiful. The woman I'm dating now, on our very first date, we grabbed breakfast and we both were extremely vulnerable with each other, sharing our past, our experiences. And through that vulnerability, we identified multiple areas of our lives that crossed paths, not literally, but through our experienced trauma. Struggles, mistakes, family challenges, we realized that our pasts were eerily similar. Almost as if we had the this odd feeling we had run into each other before, like we knew each other. And this connection was made because we both decided to let down our guard. In that moment, we decided it was a safe place to be vulnerable. And that vulnerability led to something very special. I see all too often this disheartened mentality of being vulnerable when the person across from us doesn't mirror or share that vulnerability, which, sure, no one can deny that it hurts. But in order for us to navigate the right connections, whether a friend or finding the right person, we need to go through these moments and the really beautiful thing about these moments it doesn't always need to be the person from the other side across from us it doesn't need to be them being vulnerable it can be the fact that we are able to be vulnerable that we are able to put ourselves out there that takes courage it takes guts it takes strength and each opportunity that we take to be vulnerable, we are showing ourselves our courage. So relevant of the response we get, we ultimately create a greater relationship with ourselves. And if you ask me, that's pretty important. That's pretty priceless. Number three, own up. ...to your mistakes. In my teens and even in my early 20s, I had this, this mindset that mistakes were something that you should bury. I thought that sure, mistakes happen, but keep them under wraps. You shouldn't highlight these things because it would show others a sign of weakness. Was I so fucking wrong? By doing this, two major things would occur. One, I would be extremely fast to ignore the lessons of that particular mistake, because I wanted so badly to hide the mistake. By being fast and trying to hide these mistakes, I ignored all of the knowledge packed within the mistake, which put my future self in a position to face those same challenges, none the wiser. Two, it started to create this image around who I was, someone that had their life all together. Someone who didn't skip a beat. And these things, they were far from the truth. Not only was I doing myself a disservice, because now I needed to live up to those expectations, but I was adding to the societal image of having my shit together. That nothing was wrong. That I, I had no hiccups. This merely added to the exact thing I'm now trying to smother, helping others understand that life, it's not smooth. Life is not perfect. Life is not something that we just sit back and and kick our, our feet up at. Life is something we work at. Life is something filled with endless challenges. Life is filled with opportunity. Rather than hiding from our mistakes, we need to learn to give them our undivided attention. We need to dissect all that they have to offer. By slowing down, we are able to unpack all of the knowledge that sits within these mistakes. But something else really remarkable happens when we own up and we accept these mistakes. The cost of entry goes way down, meaning, When we choose to accept our mistakes, when we own up to them, we allow ourselves to absorb the lesson of the mistake. This accountability also shows others around us that we are also human. It highlights our courage. It shows ourselves and even those around us that we look fear in the eye. We acknowledge It's presence. And we say, thank you. Thanks for showing me something I had no clue about before. And because I now know, I can now do better. This, this is where we stick the key in the lock of growth. We twist it and we open the door to an entire new perspective. And that door exposes all of these new rooms. And if we continue to do this in perpetuity, well, hell, we've got one amazing fucking life ahead of us. Number four, becoming a prisoner in our own world is cruel. Going through middle school and high school and even college, I would cared way too much about what my friends thought about me, what my teachers thought about me, what my parents thought about me, what the random person walking past me on the sidewalk thought about me. And as you can imagine, and maybe even experiencing right now in your own life, this is a crazy amount of unnecessary pressure. All of these external forces pulling our internal attention away from our natural calling and authenticity, and throwing it through this mold of what we think other people think we should be, what other people think we should be doing, what we should study, what our career should be, what type of person we should be, how we should dress or or act. Part of this came down to shifting my mindset and realizing something critical, These external forces were taking me further away from happiness. They were robbing me of time, of energy, of peace. And the next and even more critical observation here, I had the ability to control it. Sure, none of us can control what others think about us, but we can control what we do with that information how we internalize it, if we take action on it, if we allow it to dictate our lives, if we take control of our destiny, we all have that power. And if that was the case, was it this outside force that was something to fear? Or was it the fact that I was allowing it to control me? That was something that I found to be more fearful of that I was doing nothing about it, that I was allowing myself to live a life that others wanted, rather than living the life that I wanted. I finally came to the point in my life where I didn't want this weight on my shoulders called regret. If other people want to live their life a certain way, they can do exactly what makes them happy. That is what I hope we all do. But what I was not willing to do was pressure others to live a life that steered them away from that North Star, their North Star. And I was not willing to allow anyone else to do the same towards me. So I asked myself two really, really important questions. What role have I created for myself? What role have others created for me that just does not fit for me? Many tend to struggle with releasing those shackles because they don't want to disappoint others. Our happiness should always come first. If that means having an honest conversation with our family or friends, that's what needs to happen. Imagine living your entire life where you live for others and not you. Talk about stress. We need to all dig deep for what drives our happiness. If in that reflection exercise, it means breaking free from your assumed role, then that's what's important. If people are disappointed because you did something for you, that's not on you. That's on them. We should never, never compromise our happiness at the expense of others. This act sounds selfish, but it's the most Selfless thing that you can do. By doing this, you create freedom. You act differently to the world and others. That means a daily opportunity to influence your circle in a positive way. It means sharing your powers with the world and smiling at others, small or large. The smallest adjustments in your life could mean the biggest moments for tomorrow it means an opportunity to be the person deep down you know you are being honest with ourselves and at our core who we are that's power leverage that who knows you just might inspire someone so to recap number one no one has it figured out we are presented with two options Exhausted by the limited perception we have of what's going on in someone's life, someone else's life, or focused on our story and the continual value we give to people. Stop feeling lost. Disconnect yourself from everything that's not part of your story. Start finding satisfaction. Reconnect yourself to where you're at. Success is something We find because we chase after something greater than ourselves. The present moments within our story and timeline and space. We will never find success and happiness in a distant dream or in the life of someone else. Number two, connection doesn't exist without vulnerability. Vulnerability means intentionally putting ourselves in a position that allows ourselves to be hurt. But for the purpose of gaining something better, accept whatever is on the other side of vulnerability. In order for us to navigate the right connections, whether a friend or finding that right person, we need to go through these moments of vulnerability. Each opportunity that we take to be vulnerable, we are showing ourselves our courage. So we're relevant of the response that we get from the other person, we ultimately create a greater relationship with ourselves. Number three, own up to your mistakes. Remember, this allows us to lower the cost of entry, meaning when we choose to accept our mistakes, when we own up to them, we allow ourselves to absorb the lesson of the mistake. This accountability also shows others around us That we too are humans. It highlights our courage. It shows ourselves and even those around us that we look fear in the eye. We acknowledge its presence and we say thank you. Thanks for showing me something I had no clue about before. And because I now know, I can now do better. And number four, becoming a prisoner in our own world is cruel. Ask yourself... Two really important questions. What role have I created for myself? What role have others created for me that just does not fit for me? We need to all dig very deep for what drives our happiness. If in that reflection exercise, it means breaking free from your assumed role, then that's what's important. If people are disappointed because you did something for you, well, then that's on them. This week's out is by Raquel, who sent me a DM on Instagram. I can't even begin to explain how much this episode reached me. I've been through so much trauma. It's only recently that I finally started a healing journey. I just binged a few of your episodes, and I think your content is amazing. When I was 23 years old, my grandma had been murdered by my brother. When it happened, instead of dealing with all the pain I shut down... I felt like I've been on autopilot ever since, looking for quick fixes, alcohol, abusive friendships, looking for attention in all the wrong places. I've recently been trying to feel my emotions. I grew up being taught to buckle up, don't be a crybaby. It caused a vicious cycle of never actually dealing with my emotions. I turned to sports But some of my family members chose a path of destruction and self-pity. I've seen everything from alcohol, drug abuse, domestic violence, family members in prison, toxic family members, and mental health struggles. I've always had sports to deal with my emotions. The lockdowns caused me not to have the outlet, which in turn sent me on this journey. I still have so much to work on, but I just wanted to express how happy I was to hear your podcasts It's almost exactly what I needed to hear. It was like the universe sent me in that direction. Thank you again. I appreciate your words, spreading positive messages and good vibes. I'll continue listening to your podcast as much as I can. This is exactly what I mean. The amount of experiences, emotions, trauma, challenges, everything that we all face It's so similar. If we open up, we connect, we share this with each other, we be vulnerable with each other, we could start to realize that this is normal in life and that we have each other to work through these challenges, to face these challenges. And that's pretty goddamn priceless. For an opportunity to be next week's shout out, please leave an honest review on the podcast. Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. You just might be next week's shout out thanks for listening to the motivated mind with your host scott lynch i hope you enjoyed my deep dive and the life lessons i wish i knew earlier if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast please share it with others post about it on social media or leave a rating and review to catch all the latest from me you can follow me on instagram at the motivated underscore mind and on facebook at the motivated mind podcast don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all. And thanks so much for listening.